Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? 
Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We are energized. We are excited. It's the Almost Famous Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ashley. What up, Ash? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I didn't ask if you're okay or not. I I was going to ask. You know what I was going to do? Ashley, why is it that you want to go back home to Virginia for isolation um, because i wanted to spend the time with my family i wasn't gonna have anything else to do so it would be such a waste i felt if i wasn't with my family you and jared might be producing the best and most well-produced tiktok content that there is out there right now <laughs> that is such a nice compliment we are trying <laughs> How much time does it take you in the course of like, I've always wondered this. So we have the Tyler Camerons of the world and we have the Hannah Browns uh, and we have uh, uh, others in Bachelor Nation really kind of all over that are feels like from an outsider's perspective. Wow. They must spend hours a day producing content. Ashley. Yeah. I watch your content. I'm, I'm always amazed at how well it comes out. How long does it take you? to make something like that happen. And then in the same right, how long do you think it takes the Tyler Camerons of the world to do what he's doing? It probably takes about the same amount of time. We put, we put a little more thought into it. (laughs) (laughs) But how many hours, like when, how many hours of your day? It's really not that much. When we do those musical productions that we did on Instagram, those take about an hour each, maybe an hour to film and then an hour for Jared to edit. But TikToks, they're pretty easy because the editing is right there in the app. So maybe 15 minutes to film and yeah. Insane. Really? Like you guys are really good at that. I'm impressed. Thank you. It's because we're little pop culture crazed people. We love pop culture. So if we get to imitate our favorites, we love that. Yeah, well, it's fun to watch. Thank uh, you. Content is being pushed out like crazy right now. Uh, well, hey, I guess we should just probably jump into it. Uh, Ashley, a lot is still happening in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me that we can be in isolation, in quarantine, yet we have a list of hot topics to still to discuss every week. Oh, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Like, thank goodness that this season continues off air because who knows when we'll be back in season so thank you peter weber season for continuing to crank out the drama uh can i just say something before we move on from tiktok yeah i'm just gonna be so blunt no no i can't believe some of the cringe content out there and sure you can call jared and my content cringe i suppose but it's actually insane how many likes and views a video that just is so basic gets yeah look at my content my content's about <laughs> as basic as it gets and it blows up 
I just, <laughs> Jess and I go, hey, we should try this dance that seems to be trending. And so we try it. We're like, oh, we did it. All right, Philip, which is uh, her brother, mm-hmm. let's videotape it. And then he does. And then we post it and we laugh about it. Like, it's cringy. 100%. There's no science to it, really. It's a whole new world. It's a playground that I hope I play in for a very <laughs> short period of time. I I don't know how this uh, this sandbox of fun ends. All I know is right now, I'm trying my best to stay up on it. I'm enjoying watching you guys. Thank it's been you. fun for me. Uh, I know there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, and, and quite frankly, I guess that's where we'll start Bachelor News. It's now time for Bachelor News. Again, we're going to give some updates that have happened this week, uh, kind of revolving around Bachelor Nation. Let's take one break, Ashley. When we come back, we'll fill everybody in. And let's start with some, uh, and I put up my air quotes, content that is uh, controversial right now. We'll be back. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. 
<laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do Personally, if nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. First hot topic, The Bachelor's Peter Weber, if you've forgotten, yes, he was your last Bachelor, cheers on girls that still like me after drama with exes, Madison and Hannah, and Ashley, what do we got going on? Okay, so Maddie put a TikTok out there, there's a, there's a TikTok out there that featured uh, Kelsey, Tammy, and a couple of the other girls from his season, and it was captioned, this video, Featuring women who are too good for Peter. LOL. So, <laughs> wow, right? <laughs> this comes on top of um, Maddie going on Caitlin's podcast this week and talking about how days before the thing with Kelly and Peter came out, Peter actually reached out to Maddie. And then 
Peter fired back and said, Maddie, you know that there's more to this story. Hmm. And then, in addition, there's more shade as far as the TikTok goes. Somebody asked in the comments section, where's Kelly in this video? And she said, with our ex, LOL. So the the biggest scoop I got huh. from, yeah, yeah. And the biggest scoop you get from Caitlin's podcast, shameless plug for Off the Vine, mm-hmm. is that they, uh, Maddie seems the most irritated with Kelly um, and not so much Peter because, you know, Peter and her ended because they just weren't super compatible. But Kelly was her best friend in the house and a girl that she even imagined being a bridesmaid one day in her wedding. And, of course, since Peter and and Kelly have been seen out together since that first viral picture, they have not spoken. You know, I, I'm really... It's this this whole like Peter thing right now has intrigued us, right? It's caught us on since the beginning. I don't understand the timelines. Do you get the timelines of how everything has gone down? Well, that was another part of, of Caitlin's podcast. Um, Maddie says that there is some timeline issues that Peter doesn't seem very accurate with when he was on that podcast row week. So basically, he was. She was like, "I feel like there's a big chunk missing, and it seems like Kelly must have been part of his life more predominantly than he let on." And, and so, I guess from all of you listening to Back this, in the finale. Well, yeah, I mean, Ashley, there's a lot of people out there listening. A lot of people out there we know are really good at investigating these things. How do we feel about this, right? Are we? Is this kind of like a, an Ari situation where we go, hey, good for them, they're happy, everybody's moving on? Or are we sitting back going, there was some like weird stuff going on. I don't think as viewers we've been able to see the whole picture. There's obviously like more to the story. Or are we just all going to move on right now? I don't think we're moving on anytime soon. Okay. And right. I, I do believe Maddie has something when she says that they must have been talking while he was still talking to her pre-finale. Because don't you remember when Barb wrote under Kelly's picture? And I think it was like the exact day of the Monday night finale said something like, I can't wait to lunch and shop with you. So Mm -hmm. that alludes to the fact that Peter must have had something semi-romantic going along with Kelly. Before he ended things with Madison. What a risky comment. If it really was kind of like a, oh, I don't realize what I'm doing kind of here. How much trouble could that have gotten Peter into? If like that comment ever was like legitimized to be something more than what we took it as at the time, which was just like, hey, they want to connect and still be friends. We don't really know why. We don't get it. But like, whatever, let them do their thing. Now, if it does point to something happening before the finale that could have really blown up in the face of everybody. Maybe it's too late to blow up now, but I'm sh- yeah. but in my personal view of it all seems like there must've been something. And, mm-hmm. um, I think we'll have to talk to Kelly. I mean, I don't think we'll necessarily get honest answers from like the Peter Kelly camp, um, about the timeline of their relationship. Peter was honest saying that they DM'd a bit, 
and they ran into each other a bit in LA before mm-hmm. the finale. But I really want to know more about the friendship break between Maddie and Kelly. It's uh it is a story that continues. We don't understand the whole picture because we don't have the full picture. But Ashley, thank you for filling us in with what we do have. Next story. Hey, our next bachelorette in Bachelor Nation is Claire Crawley. Claire Crawley slammed. Yes, slammed for shading <laughs> bachelorette contestant Matt James. And when I say slammed, the the reaction to Claire has not by any means been positive. I, I prep for this by reading through comments today. Ashley, why is she being hated on so much right now? It's very crazy. This is, it's insane to me, the fan reaction. But I feel like Matt has been doing enough press that if I were Bachelorette, I might possibly be a little irritated as well. Um, I'm going to read you guys some of the headlines that kind of demonstrate how much Matt has put himself out there over the past couple weeks. Okay, so this is from April 21st, and this is an exclusive with Life and Style. The headline says, Tyler Cameron's BFF Matt James is sure that they'll connect with Hannah Brown after coronavirus. And the text, the body of the paragraph says, Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron are sure to reconnect after spending time together in quarantine amidst the coronavirus pandemic, the former Bachelorette contestant BFF Matt James exclusively tells Life and Style. It says, quote, we will all connect again eventually, unquote. The soon to be contestant on Claire Crawley's season says while promoting NEOU Fitness's 12-hour fit-a-thon benefiting Operation Food Fight on Instagram Live this Thursday. So we all know that Matt has, is very involved with charity, and that is amazing. Um, so here it seems like he reached out to Life and Style, or they reached out to him, and he felt like he wanted to take up the opportunity to promote something that does good for others. So can't can't get on him for that. Uh, another headline says, exclusive new quarantine crew. Tyler sees BFF Matt James is, quote, happy for Peter Weber and Kelly's TikTok videos. The more the merrier, the body of the paragraph says. Tyler Cameron's BFF Matt James is happy, quote, um, for Peter Weber and Kelly Flanagan. Um, he goes on to say, Matt thinks that the reality stars are amplifying a positive message. He exclusively tells life and style. Again, I, I can see Claire getting a little annoyed with the amount of times that he's exclusively giving information to the entertainment magazines. Last headline that I found was on April 22nd. Headline says, Matt James is looking forward to meeting Bachelorette Claire Crawley post-quarantine. Quote, I've been very patient. The body of the paragraph reads, waiting for his love story, Matt James is still eager to compete for Claire Crawley's heart on season 16 of The Bachelorette, despite the delay in production caused by the coronavirus. Here's his quote. I've been patient up until this point. There's a young woman in Sacramento right now that I'm looking forward to meeting once this stuff has all settled down. Uh, He goes on to say, so I'm hoping that I can be patient a little bit longer and ride this thing out and everyone's safe. And then we can get back to our daily lives moving forward. 
basically, after a couple exclusive chats with entertainment magazines, I can see why Claire, an old school bachelorette, somebody who wasn't around when the press covered The Bachelor the way they do these days, a time without TikTok and a time without Instagram, how she could be annoyed by the amounts that he is speaking to the press before his season. I am somebody who, you know, pretty notorious for taking advantage of every opportunity that comes at me. So I can't can't fault him for that. I'm like the queen of taking advantage of what this franchise has given me and taking press ops. But in my personal taste, if I were in Claire's position, seeing this amount of press that he's done, seeing him on Cameo, um, before his season, before coming on to my season, it would leave a bad taste in my mouth. So I get that she doesn't want her guys doing all this press. Yeah. and I mean, he's been out there. You don't see that. So this is unprecedented in the sense of we've never seen a contestant before even the show has started airing start to get on the press circuit. Now, we also have never had a scenario where contestants have been announced. Then there's been a delay. True. And... And and they've also had a connection to to the press so easily. Now, I, I get it. Like it's crazy to me that all of this is happening right now. There's really no rules for the shutdown and what's going on with COVID nineteen. Here's my concern, Ashley, and here's where I think we should take this: is Matt's been out there in the press. He's been talking. His he's been sharing things. You know, I've seen the comments. People are saying, "Oh, come on, Claire, be nice to him. He's doing it for charity." I've also seen the comments of, "This is ridiculous. Why is he trying to get fame right now?" Both sides. Okay, we we don't even need to say whose side we're on. The truth is this: Claire has now spoken out against Matt very clearly. Said, "Hey, I'm not okay with this. I don't like this. It doesn't make sense to me on why." You are out there doing cameos and press before the season even starts that shows that you're not here for the right reasons. That is what she has said on her tweet. Right. If that is the case, how can Matt James be on her season at any level if they already are doing this with each other? <laughs> they're just, he, he can't. I just don't think it's there's a good no idea shot. for him to, to be honest. And then there's the whole he created a cameo thing. And he created a cameo. She calls him out on Twitter for creating the cameo and doing press. Um, And then what the fans are coming out after her about is that the cameo money is supposedly going towards charity. Well, actually, it is going towards charity. But he didn't make that clear before getting on cameo. So... He's he fired back. If you want to use a dramatic language, he fires back on on Instagram story and says, I created a cameo and the money is going to be going to this charity. I'm doing it with this New York giant. Well, his friend who is a New York giant ends up screenshotting or, you know, regramming um, Matt's post and says well we never talked about this but i'm down for the challenge all the donations will be going towards robin hood nyc and team nigu uh okay it just seems like matt got caught in sort of kind of a sticky situation there because it seems like he never previously announced that the cameos are going to charity and (laughs) 
I don't think I think and I think because he never announced that the cameos are going to charity that it's totally fine that Claire expressed frustration over him having a cameo and doing press. And I know that Matt has done so much wonderful work for charity alongside Tyler and the ABC food tours. Um, And maybe if you're a super fan, you could see that like you would assume that it was going to charity. But I think that I, I think that Claire had every right, right to express frustration over this. So I'm not saying I'm one team or the other, but I am saying there's already enough tension between these two. They can't be on the show. That they can't be on the show together. He knows that he'll get eliminated night one. He he has to know that Claire is going to clarify him the oh, way geez. that she is so notoriously known for doing. Why doesn't he just wait until the following season? And go and explore a relationship with somebody else. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the answer here is like, no matter what you think or feel, it would be weird in a lot of ways if they now start out the season together. And if he does make it past night one, we would, I think I would just feel odd about it. Uh, if it went with Claire right now, after they're like already kind of like publicly uh, arguing, I, I and I, I will say this in Claire's defense, uh, I don't know a lot of the behind the stories with Matt. It is a sensitive time for this here for the right reasons kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We just got off a of Peter season where one of the biggest issues that we had was where audiences and contestants all admitted, yeah, we weren't really there for the right reasons. Like we were there to get the the attention that the show brings. If we happen to end up with Peter, great. But this is a lot more of a focus on how can I get something out of this than it was a this could be my love story being played out. For Claire... This is a serious thing for her. Like, this is a big deal. It's a huge opportunity. She's very excited to potentially find her partner from this experience. And so I do get where she is sensitive to the here for the right reasons uh, chat and talk because she is definitely going to be there for the right reasons. Claire wants to find her partner in this. That's why she's saying yes to this. Uh, I, though, I do think, though, that before this whole thing starts, especially during a time where it, there are no rules and we don't have any clear guidelines on what we should and should not be doing, uh, I think we all have to walk through this with a little bit of grace and understanding that if Matt James did this for charity and he's done these press outlets just because he's bored and he's doing all this other stuff not for attention at all, which is what he's claiming, then we say, all right, let's see how it goes. But I, I just it's hard for me to imagine that being the case right now. Now, Ben... Why do you think the fans are coming at Claire so hard for this? Also, I want to say that Claire did tweet yesterday saying that she was not pointing this at one specific person. She was not coming just at Matt. And it it, it backs up because there were two other guys from her supposed cast that signed up for cameo one i don't have his name i saw it a couple days ago before this whole math thing came up and then the other one is dale moss who is a i believe former nfl athlete he may yeah he must be former so like it's not just matt she's concerned that she's not gonna find somebody out of this her four her fifth whirl yeah it's going to be an interesting season, Ashley, and there is a lot of pressure to it. I think it's one of the reasons why we're both excited for it is it feels like, hey, we need to either root for Claire to find somebody or this is going to be, um, I'll say, I mean, a sad, a sad finish. If she doesn't find somebody through this, 
it will hurt her heart and our heart. Uh, so, you know, like Matt or not, or support the people doing press or not, we, I am, I will be in the corner of, hey, give Claire the best possible shot to have the one group of people, if, if we just get it for this season, that are there for their love story. Like, just give that to her. Like, let's really weed out the people that aren't there or could not be there for the right reasons. Give Claire a fair shot because that's the reason we're going to be tuning in is to yeah. see Claire extremely, extremely happy in the end. Why um, Why are people reacting this way to Claire? Is yeah. that, I mean, I, I think... I think there's two reasons. One, Matt is relevant right now. We've seen more of Matt in a sense than we have of Claire in years. I think Matt, uh, I think Claire has kind of been uh, hidden. And I also think Claire is known, her personality is known to be the one that definitely comes down hard on people uh, during their time on the show. I mean, she did it with Juan Pablo, rightfully so. Uh, she's done it on Winter Games with uh, I forget his name at this Christian I think his name was at this point. Like she has been the one for you know to come down hard on people. I think people might be going Claire like walk into this being a little kinder. Like you don't have to be the police mm -hmm. of this show. Mm -hmm. You are just the lead here. Like you don't have to be the police. You don't have to be the one that jumps on everybody for any decision or thing they say. Just let's let's get behind you here to find your love story, but don't don't be hostile at the beginning. Like you don't have to walk into this mat already. I can see that. I can totally see where people are coming from there. I need to close on saying that I, I think yep. it's still if Matt had made it so obvious that it was for charity, I think people would be able to say, like, okay, um, Claire, you definitely yep. jumped down his throat too soon. But it's obvious based on the social media activity that he did not make it clear that it was for charity. So I'm not sure why people are just going to smack Claire before ever raising an eyebrow to Matt. Yeah, no, I'm with you. No, I agree. I think, I think there is, I, I, I'm wondering the same thing. And, you know, especially for Matt's friend to go, Hey, we've never talked about this. You said this is for charity that we're doing together and you've never brought this to my opinion. And to say that publicly, uh, it all feels weird. All I can say is, let's take a step back. Realize it's the Wild West right now. There's a <laughs> lot of laws not being um, stuck to. We're all trying to figure it out. Uh, but I just, the, to close, I just don't think Matt James can go on Claire's season. It just doesn't make sense now at this point, unless we just want or doing it just to have controversy, which doesn't feel healthy at all. Hey, final, uh, well, second to final topic. Uh, Tyler Cameron says he and Hannah Brown are just starting off as friends and not in a place to date right now. I mean, I think the headline speaks for itself. Yeah. Ashley, anything to add here? No, I was going to say that's, that's it. <laughs> uh, and lastly, yes, according to Nick Viles uh, podcast, Jessica and I are not sharing rooms at this time. Uh, shocker, I guess. Uh, weird to have this uh, as now a dinner conversation for <laughs> her family, my family, and Jess and I. Uh, a healthy conversation to have. I mean, this is something I've never shied away from. It's, it's you know, when it comes to sex and talking about the boundaries that you know my, I've set with my uh, with my partner. It's it's not something I want to hide, but it's also weird to be talking about. So mm -hmm. that is true. Uh, we, uh, we are excited about this decision. It's been the healthiest decision for us. I think people are, uh, uh, confused about it or like going, what in the world's going on here? It's the decision we made that we thought was best for us as a couple 
to allow us the healthiest relationship. Um, and we wanted to do that because we knew that we had something special and we wanted to do, we wanted to do some things personally to make sure that we were setting ourselves up for the most success. And this is one of the decisions we've made and it's been really good for us. It, it might not be for everybody. I get it. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying it should. All I know is that for Jessica and I, um, it's been healthy and it's been great. And we're really excited for what the future holds. I mean, it's worked so far. We're happily engaged, having a great time being engaged. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the clarity there. Uh, it was everywhere this week. Holy cow. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing is more awkward than, uh, than having to call your, your future in-laws being like, Hey, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> not what I'm well, not Hey, <laughs> at least your future in-laws are hearing that there's nothing going on versus <laughs> yeah, some other things. Better than the opposite, right? Hey, yes. uh, Ashley, that's the headlines of this week. We, as we said, we did have a lot. Uh, a lot to break down there. Please write us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com with your opinions or just, hey, you can just hashtag the Almost Famous Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. Anything you're thinking, uh, kind or nice. Oh, please also go to uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a review, uh, a comment. If you appreciate what Ashley and I are doing along with the iHeart team, we would love to hear from you and to get some feedback. So please uh, rate us, review us. Ashley, we'll take one more break. When we come back, we're going to break down this week's episode of Listen to Your Heart. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) 
Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. We're back with another week of The Bachelor Presents. Listen to your heart. Like the show or not, it is The Bachelor Presents. And as a result, the Almost Famous podcast is going to be breaking it down. Now, this week's episode, we're going to fly through it because we do have a very special guest who I'm very interested to talk to. And I know Ashley is as well. Uh, Savannah from the show will be coming on after we break it down to discuss everything. Listen to your heart. But before we bring Savannah on, we're going to bring producer Tori on 
who is a massive fan of The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. She freaks out every week over the episodes. She can't say enough great things about it. Her heart is in it, and she's listening. Tori, <laughs> how you doing? Can't get enough of it, Ben. <laughs> um, all right, so Ashley, you're really good at breaking these down. I am not, because I, <laughs> I, I will say this from the top. I like the contestants, and I enjoy hearing their stories. I am not a fan of this show, I, and I'll tell you why. I don't know why I'm watching, okay? <laughs> and you guys can maybe explain it to me. I don't know if I'm really there for the love stories. It feels like the love stories are kind of forced, like you need to choose your partner now, and, and, what, you know, and then love will come if you can sing together well. Here's the truth. I have dated people who can sing really well. <laughs> And I don't think me singing well had anything to do with our success or failure at any moment. So I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let you two take it from here. I'll chime in when I can. Prove to me on why I should be so invested in this thing. Oh, well, damn it, Ben. Now that you give me such like, you make the show have so much depth, I don't know if I can really give you an answer. I think it's just entertainment. That's why you're watching. There. It's just supposed to be entertaining. Tori, is that why you watch? Is it entertaining to you or are you in it? I'm kind of in it. Now we've got to these character developments where, I mean, there's a, there's Brie and Chris and she was like previously engaged before and that whole wedding incident happened. And now you're kind of like rooting for them. You I know? will say Brie and Chris seem to be the only couple that I see getting out of this show still as a couple. Wait, why not Trevor and Jamie? Um, I just feel like he's probably going to pull one of his usual things. He's not going to be able to commit like um, long distance. And she's so young. I just feel like there's not a stability there in their relationship. They have a really sweet like summer crush. I don't really know that they have like what it takes to go the long haul. I'm laughing at the fact that it sounds like you've known Trevor for years because you're like, he's going to go do the same thing oh, as yeah. he always does. Well, we know that Trevor has a sketchy background. As we learned last week, he has emotionally cheated in the past. I think there's been multiple girls. Uh, it was definitely like a fleeting topic. You know, they teased it up and then it was like, oh, I emotionally cheated, but I'm, I'm going to be here for you. Um, it is interesting to think about how that would have been a way bigger narrative if this was on The Bachelor mm -hmm. and that listen to your heart is allowing it to be seen almost like you sympathize with him, that he was really struggling and didn't speak up in that relationship. Yeah. You almost feel more connected to him. While yeah, they, they certainly we've didn't seen this with them. Jed and that didn't help work well for him. You know, it felt like that was the worst thing you could have ever done. But with Trevor, you're weirdly, you weirdly are kind of like, oh, I get it. You just, you wanted to leave her, but you didn't. Well, with Jed, it was something that was currently supposedly still going on. And then with Trevor, it seems like it's a relationship in his past. That's the difference. Well, That's true. let me cut in here then. Uh, let's break down this week's episode. Uh, Tori, <laughs> can, do you mind staying on for that? Because I have a feeling that my opinions... I mean, I'll be as honest as possible. And you guys, I want you to convince me otherwise. <laughs> I was interested the first week, questionable the second week, and now the third week hits and I'm like, I'm going to keep watching because I'm in it already. Like I'm, I'm far... Because I have a podcast. <laughs> well, because I have a podcast and it's kind of like a, a bad season of The Bachelor or Bachelor. It's like, you can't stop now. Like I got to see if these things work out or not or I got to <laughs> see who wins. Like it's just, I'm in it now. But... 
I'm still not convinced and I'm not sold on re- I, I, I guess I'm not going, oh man, I can't wait till next week. And that's typically how I judge good shows or not. Like Ozarks, can't wait to watch it four episodes tomorrow night. Listen to your heart. Well, I could take a few weeks off. Anyways, hey, <laughs> let's start here. We're going to start with the very first uh, part of this episode. We'll run through it. Ashley, uh, how about you lead uh, Tori and m- me through this? It's going to be Brandon uh, is split between Julia and Savannah. Savannah will be coming on in a second. Take it away. Yeah, so, you know, Brandon gave Savannah his rose, but then kind of comes up to Julia and says, hey, I wanted her to stick around. I knew you'd be sticking around because you'd be getting Sheridan's rose. And I just want you to know that just because I gave her a rose doesn't mean that, like, I'm I'm stuck on her. Like, this is going to be a real relationship. I'm still feeling things out between the two of you. Uh, fast forward, we see Brandon and Savannah pretty much couple up as soon as Gabe pulls Savannah aside and she goes, nah, it's not, it's not going to be you. Can't, can't go forward with you. Um, but then, so then, you know, Savannah is single and on the verge of leaving the house because Chris Harrison says you must couple up the people that you're going to be with now are the people that you're going to be performing with and going forward with in this competition. Uh, so then all of a sudden Brandon quickly chooses Savannah and Julia gets coupled up with Sheridan by what seems like default because she definitely seems to have Brandon on the mind more than Sheridan. She definitely like thinks that Sheridan's probably the better option. He really loves her, really cares about her, or maybe not love, but you know, he's, he's all in, right? He's the safe option. The sweet guy that you want to be into, but you know that you are feeling more pulled towards the bad boy in the situation, which is probably Brandon. So um, let me yeah. cut you off there then, because I think there's a lot going on. Uh, we were going to bring her on afterwards, but because this starts out so much with the Savannah talk, yeah. let's just bring Savannah in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Savannah. It's great to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to see you guys. So we were just going over all the gossip of episode three of Listen to Your Heart. Gabe comes to you early in the episode and says, hey, I'm into you. And you were super honest with him. And you're like, I'm not really into you. Leaving (laughs) you with what you thought was no options. But then all of a sudden, Brandon comes around and says, yeah, like, uh, I want to choose you over Julia. And he just keeps going back and forth, back and forth. What, what what was your thoughts? Why did you think that he had such a quick turnaround? Because earlier in the morning, he was telling Julia that he wanted to explore that. Fast forward a couple hours, and he was, quote unquote, committed to you. Right. I think episode three has been really interesting to watch back because you have to remember that I only have my perspective and what I've been told with my relationship with Brandon. So I didn't know about the conversation before all I knew was when Brandon and I had our moment of him saying, Hey, I want to do this with you. I just trusted that. And I was like, okay, it's me and you. Um, he hadn't really mentioned too much about the whole Julia situation. So at this point I'm just like, Hey, I've told you that I, I am kind of uncertain of what this is and it's time to go, whatever I said. And he's like, we're going to do this. And it's, it's me and you. So I thought that that was really solid. I didn't really realize that there was another conversation that happened just before it. Okay. 
but then you and Julia were also talking before the couples were officially chosen and she was telling you, yeah, um, I'm still kind of set on Brandon. And you're like, oh, damn, I didn't know that that was still a thing. So mm-hmm. how do you think that he, you went from that to being coupled up with Brandon? So I have to remember back to all of it. Um, so I think that conversation with Julia, she had just told me about their conversations. And again, I'm just like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this thing with Brandon. And that was really where my mind was. Um, and so I was a little bit shocked whenever Julia had mentioned, um, that there was conversations going down between the two of them. But again, in the height of the moment, I think Brandon had just told me, Hey, we're, we're going to do this. And I believed him and I trusted him and was like, okay, it's just, it's me and you. And we're just, we're going to do this thing. Um, and so in my mind that was set and solid and it was like everything else is off the table and it's just me and you. Gotcha. So then later in the episode, (laughs) Julia becomes such a drama queen and it's seemingly so jealous of you. She keeps calling you out on not having genuine feelings toward Brandon saying that you were moving too fast for somebody who normally says that they don't move fast in a relationship And she was like, I don't have any feelings for Brandon anymore. This is just an issue that I'm having with you. What was going (laughs) on? It's like, girl, don't lie to yourself. You keep going back and forth. She's like, I'm still thinking about Brandon. I have absolutely no feelings about Brandon. I still was feeling like like, this is not right with Sheridan. And I keep thinking about Brandon. And then it was like, I got nothing. Just issues with you, Savannah. Right. Right. So my, my response to that is like, Hey, if you really don't have feelings for him, then this is, this conversation doesn't need to be happening. So it's kind of reading between the lines of that of like, okay, well, I can tell that you're upset. I can tell that there are obviously feelings there. So I, I think in those conversations, I'm like, what are we trying to get at? Because again, like I've been trying to do my thing and I'm saying out of all of your drama and all everything that's going on there. And so, um, that it was just it was frustrating to think that okay you're handling your relationship with Sheridan and then your feelings with Brandon you're telling me you don't have feelings for him and almost speaking down about him and that you know at the end of the day I'm just like whatever you guys have dealt with you're gonna deal with it that's fine but if somebody tells me that hey I'm choosing you I'm gonna take you at your word unless you give me a reason to not trust you um and at that point when he had told me like, Hey, it's me and you, I forgot about the conversation with Julia. I'm like, okay, that's done. That's settled. You've handled that. We're moving forward from here. So then she was also like, you're being disingenuine. But then she goes on that stage at the end of the episode, performs amazingly with Sheridan, apparently is like the best actress ever. (laughs) Um, So who's being disingenuous now? I think, Honestly, this is what I believe. I really believe she was being 100% authentically herself in that conversation because I, I really think that she couldn't figure it out. I mean, if you think about it, it's like she put herself in a situation where she's like, she goes on this amazing date with Sheridan, right? And then immediately comes back when we see that when she finds out that Brandon and I went on the date, she's distraught and then leaves the room because she's so upset. And so I think that Julia was just always in this situation where she's being pulled in two directions. And I, I don't know what was going on in her head, but whenever we had that conversation, I think she actually was like trying to figure out 
um, her stance here and maybe trying to look for a problem with me to call me out so that that clears up her feelings for Brandon. I don't know where I fit into all of that, but I think attacking my character was a little low. Um, especially since like I said, I'm like, I've only been nice to you. Like I thought that we were friends. I thought that we were good. So all of this coming out and all this animosity and you're questioning me and it was just so dramatic. It was so incredibly dramatic. And I'm like, okay, so do we have, do we have a resolve to this conversation? There was none. It was more so just calling me out to call me out to make me feel bad. I'm like, hmm. well, I'm not, I don't because <laughs> I know who I am and I know what I'm here to do. And I know what my relationship looks like. I don't know why that should affect you. That's, that's my, my question coming out of this is, you know, Savannah, what do you think? And this isn't like a, we didn't bring you on to talk about Julia, but there is a, a larger thing at play here where your storyline with Julia affects so much of this episode. Mm -hmm. What was her ideal outcome from having that conversation with you? Like right now, as we're fans of the show, I'm confused on what Julia really wants. Does she want Sheridan? Is she interested in pursuing that? Is that really something real that she's like, I'm, I'm excited about? Mm -hmm. Is it to have you leave? Like, is, is her outcome to say, hey, Savannah, please walk out that door because I just want this to be my territory? Is it, does she want a relationship with Brand? Like, what, what is she saying to you? I, ben, I don't, I don't know. And I think I'm with you and wondering the same thing. And that's when I sat down and she started the conversation with, I was going to leave because of you. You would think that there, if it got, if it was that intense and that serious of an issue with me, that we would have had a conversation or I would have had an inkling towards there being a problem. And so that blindsided me. And so I don't, I really don't know. And that's what I asked her. I'm like, okay, so what are we trying to get at? Because typically if you have an issue, you come to a person either saying, Hey, you're behaving in this way. And I think it's hurting you. So as a friend, maybe we go this direction or I, there's some sort of a resolve. Um, to come at the end of it. And so to me, I'm like, okay, we're bringing up your opinion of me that you're blatantly telling me you think very poorly of me. But anything I have to say in response to it, you have no rebuttal to and then just keep saying that I'm disingenuous. So I think there's the issue of her and Sheridan, then there's the issue of her and Brandon, and then suddenly one with me. And at the end of the day, I think if even if I would have walked out the door, I don't know if that would have made her decision any easier, any different. Um, I, but again, it's not like I was trying to be this mean girl walking in and all over her relationship. It was yeah. just like, Hey, this is my journey. This is what I'm here to do. And I have a connection with Brandon. I'm here to find love. I'm here to partner with somebody in music and in love. And this is my person. And thus far he's chosen me every single time publicly that we've seen. So I'm just like, I can't help you. Mm -hmm. You and Brandon seem to actually have pretty good chemistry in the house. Why do you feel like the judges didn't think it translated to the stage? I think because, first of all, the song that we were given was very upbeat. So if you look at all the other performances, there was a lot of these like um, very like, slow and sultry and very romantic songs. Then you look at our song and it was more upbeat. It was more rocky. It was more fun. Um, and so something that Brandon and I talked about going into the performance was, Hey, um, this song actually kind of captures the mood behind our relationship better than anything, because we are fun loving. We're outgoing or very like loud people. Um, and we just like to have a good time. And so that actually embodies our relationship really well. 
So going onto that stage, we knew, hey, we have to do a really good job above and beyond to be connected on that stage. But it's also really important to us to engage the crowd and to engage um, listeners too as performers. So he and I had to get on the same page before even going up on that stage, knowing that, hey, we've been given a challenging song. So let's connect the best that we can, but also show off the personality um, of our relationship. And that was just like fun. Um, so I know that came back in the responses from the judges of, hey, how do you feel about each other? How this and that? And so we were able to verbalize that. But I think that our performance really did capture who we were who in that time, like as a couple. Who chooses the songs? We were given the songs. So do you think that possibly certain songs are given to certain couples and certain songs are given to other couples to either propel you forward or make you fail? I think that all the songs given were just unique. I think all of them were love songs, but they each had unique twists to them. And so part of that challenge, um, even going onto the show, it's like we know we know that we're going to be challenged in a lot of ways. And one of those is the communication um, with your partner and then figuring out how to knowing that the judges are judging based on your connectivity and based on your love. Um, I think any of the songs had their own set of challenges. Ours just looked a little bit differently. Um, and actually what the judges said was something we said beforehand of, Hey, they might say this, but we have to be okay with knowing that we put it all out there. Well, thank you so much for coming on Savannah. This is actually gave so much clarity to our recap. I have one more question, Ben, you have anything? Yeah, definitely. So Savannah, um, how important is it to have a connection musically uh, in a romantic relationship? Oh my gosh, as For a, a musician, musician, it's everything. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's everything. I think if you're not a musician, it's hard to understand, but there there is something that happens whenever you really connect over your music, whether that is like the same kind of music you like listening to, but then it's so amplified whenever you're on stage and you have to perform with someone because... It's like all of your communication, all of your emotions, all your feelings, everything you adore about that person is amplified when they open their mouth and they sound wonderful and you see them move and operate in their element. And when you are kind of in that same environment and you love it so much, it's like you look at each other and you're like, we're really doing this and I love that I'm doing it with you. And so it's huge. Give us uh, my final question for you before Ashley finishes up okay. here is, um, what was it like being in this experience this is the first time ever for this show you're just explaining how important it is to have that connection not only musically but also romantically mm -hmm. in my life maybe because i'm not a musician uh i've never been given the opportunity to connect uh musically with somebody else that's what this whole show is what was it like i mean it was amazing it it really was i think that Listen to Your Heart was really um, such a genius idea, and that's why I committed to going onto it because it's it's fifty percent music and it's fifty percent love, and um, I think it's just electric whenever you can walk into a room. I mean, we walked into this mansion, right, and we don't know anybody, mm -hmm. and having watched other bachelor shows and and knowing how it all goes down, it's mostly just relationship, relationship. Um, and this one was so cool because you're meeting all of these amazing musicians but then you're attracted to them. And then you know that you have the opportunity to go deeper with them through music. Um, and so it was amazing. Like it was passionate. It was amazing. It was electric. And I think everything that 
went on in that house was 100% genuine. Like everything that we see and everything we experience, like really happened. Um, all the tears, all the laughter, I mean, everything. Um, and the fact that we all just are passionate about music and passionate about each other and relationships, it just amplifies it all. Thank you. In the scenes from the next episode, we see, uh, Julia and Brandon together looks like they could be rekindling something. Can you tease anything good? I'm just going to have to watch, watch episode four to find out because it's, there's a lot, there's a lot, but you'll definitely have to watch. Okay, fine. Follow-up question. <laughs> Would you ever see anything with Sheridan if you guys did swap partners? Oh my gosh. Listen to your heart meets wife swap. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh. Sheridan and I are so, I, I love him. He and I are very close. Um, but I don't, I don't know. See, I was talking to someone the other day about this. Um, Sheridan and I actually spent so much time while we were filming because of everything that now we know is going down with like Brandon and Julia. Uh -huh. But there was more times than not than we would, that we would find each other just sitting there and he'd be strumming his guitar and, I'd just be sitting there of like, well, do you want to sing a song? And so he and I actually bonded so much and I adore him. He's so talented, so wonderful, um, and such an amazing guy. So never say never, but <laughs> okay. I love Sheridan. I just love him. <laughs> he seems so sweet from the show. He's definitely one of my favorite characters. Characters. You know what such I mean? a good dude. All right. Thank you so much, Savannah. Great getting to know you more. Yeah, yes, thanks, you as well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Bye. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just speak to you with a powerful clean and refreshing scent clorox sentiva cleans like clorox and feels like confidence get yours now at a retail store near you ashley is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for the bachelor i mean you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it where did you hear that rumor ben oh smart money happy hour it's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, 
pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health slash famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, Ben Tori, let's get to the other topics of the episode besides Savannah and Brandon and Julia, which did dominate the episode. But we also need to talk about. The fact that the first date card went to Becca and Danny and they had absolutely no chemistry at all. And of course, were eliminated at the end of None. the episode. None. <laughs> None. Poor guy. <laughs> when he, she pushed away his face at the end. 
it was you, it was just hard to watch. Tori, what did you think? Well, you think that I don't know, people are questioning, like, are they here for the right reasons? But it really shows you you can't fake your feelings. So I'm kind of like, I respect her for being like, I could act like I'm going to kiss you and really like you right now to stay. Or I'm going to be kind of honest and know that I'm just not that into you. And it probably translated through the performance and it is what it is. Yeah, right. And I think it was obvious because those two hadn't been getting no airtime. I was like, yeah, we're going to eliminate them real quick. He's so cute, though. Who? What? You think they were cute? He's so cute. Danny. Yeah, he's very, very cute. Very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I like to be explained when a girl goes, hey, Ben, you're so cute. And the girl next to her goes, I mean, he's he's like, "Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's sweet. Okay. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Date card number two with Ryan and Natasha. I all you guys know I love Ryan, but I don't really feel any chemistry of theirs until they're on stage so i thought their date was just like spark free don't get them don't feel any sort of like mental connection (laughs) but when they did hit the stage they're able to like sex it up you agree yeah that performance was like captivating yeah that was a good performance two really talented people there and i agree with what the judges said that uh, she just blew him out of the water. But the thing was, I think I think that he wasn't able to belt. He he wasn't really able to show all he's got there. Right. Do you, if you could predict this, who do you think is more in like with the other person? Like, who do you think likes each other more? Do you think he's more into her or she's more into him? I think that he's like, wow, I've never gotten a girl like this va-va-boom before. And then I think she's like, he's one of the most talented guys in the house, and I'm glad to be paired with him. Oh, so you think it's equal? I think it might be in a way equal. I don't think either of them, from watching it, I really don't think either of them would claim, man, I'm just putting words in their mouth, but I don't think <laughs> either of them would claim that they're going to have like a marriage or romantic right. relationship after this. I think they're like, this makes sense. We're into each other. We're we're good partners. We like our time together. We're both pretty talented. You're hot. I'm hot. Let's just make this thing happen. <laughs> agree. Agree. Any other standout performances in your opinions? Because I got one. Uh, Jamie and Trevor. Jamie and Trevor. That was cute. Very cute. I also don't think they're powerhouses vocally. But, but very she, cute. Said that she's, she said that she's falling in love with him when she starts seeing him on stage. She's like, I think I, I like love him when I see him performing on stage. Ben, I feel like you think he's a player. <laughs> I mean, I just, no, I I can't say that as much as there, it is weird to me that we skimmed over this whole like emotional cheating thing so quickly. Like, I don't know how that ended. I'm still confused on where we, we got there. And even if he was a player musically, I think they did well. I mean, he has that thing on stage. I will say this. Trevor out of anybody had the most swagger on stage. He, He felt like he had the most confidence there was a moment where he was singing and he like delivered a line and like the perfect timing with a little smile on his face. Like I get it now. I had never got it until now player or not. He has something with him on stage. that makes him work. I'm going to say, uh, I think it's Chris and Bree. Is it that, uh, that I really think just destroyed things. Chris yeah. is so good. He's yeah. so talented. So much better than what they did on that date. I thought after their date together, I was like, oh, this is going to be rough on stage and not at all. So much better. 
I agreed with what the what the judges said, though. It seemed like she didn't know how to play to him and play to the audience at the same time. Fair. I mean, yeah, and it, I'm sure that comes with practice, right, Tori? <laughs> For sure. I think that it's also I'm giggling just because. I think he's so much better than her. Okay, that's what I was basically saying too. <laughs> so it's like, it's hard to watch it because you're almost like, shh, shh, I just want him to be with an equal as far as skill goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's very talented. It's just like, he's so amazing. He's so good. He I, sounds exactly like Leon Bridges. Yeah. I also have a, a soft spot for Matt and Ruby. Uh, Rudy, Rudy. I love Rudy. She's so real. And they were just cute and had nice chemistry. It felt easy breezy for me. You're right. That was a really good performance. And I loved how Matt took a step back and really let her just sing. I mean, obviously she's really good, mm-hmm. but you could see he wasn't trying to compete. It wasn't like a Chris and Brie where they weren't trying to compete, but they just couldn't sync up. Mm-hmm. Like Matt single-handedly just took a step back and was like, I'm just going to strum the guitar and you sing, girl. Now, the couple that I was most surprised about their on-stage chemistry was Sheridan and Julia. I thought they killed it. Yes, they sang a Backstreet Boys song. Of course, I'm going to like the Backstreet Boys <laughs> performance. But they were so amazing, and she really seemed into him. And I'm like, oh, not only is this girl a singer, she also may be an actress. That's interesting. I felt very different. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I felt like she was almost trying to prove a point so much to Savannah that she was like, I'm just going to give it my all to Sheridan. But like, she doesn't have anything to give. You're right. But it still worked. It just like it did. But I didn't think that was like a standout performance because it just felt very forced and fake to me. Okay. All right. Any comments about our amazing judges this week? You know, our friends, Jojo Fletcher (laughs) and Jordan Rogers and Kesha and Jason Mraz. I'm, I mean, I'm always a Jordan and JoJo fan. I think they're both great. I love them, and I love them as a couple. They're really good on camera. Uh, they were very spot on when it comes to analyzing connection. And Jason Mraz is one of my favorite artists of all time. I mean, that guy has serenaded me through good and bad times. So <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, like, I was just, I was a, a huge fan of having them on there. What, you know what would have made it better, though? What? If the Kesha and Jason Mraz did a duet, too, to show them how it's done. Hey, Ben. Ooh. Is it kind of weird that JoJo and Lauren were in the same episode? Yeah. I was watching. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is this is, this is a, a power play for me. I'm watching. I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like, not only am I, like, not fully sold out on the show yet, but I got to watch it and see this. Like, what a day. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, I, uh, what are you going to do? It's, it's, we're, we're, this is part of living in this world, right? Sometimes you you just got to get back into it and and see, see them all over again. You you guys have all found your partner in life though. So that's right. Worked out for everyone. We're all doing good, but yes, that's it. That was a, uh, that was ironic. I, I cannot believe that uh that's the way that played out um but it's pretty funny but you know what i was actually shocked is like the chris and lauren thing like you didn't see very much of it i'm surprised that it was so quickly they they so quickly came and gone like i thought they would be around a little bit longer and i i mean they should have like it made sense for them too yeah you're right i agree 
All right, to finalize the episode, uh, here were the performances. Matt and Ruby. Ashley, as I say these, just give it an A, B, C, D, E, or F. The chemistry test? (laughs) See how I added E in there? I didn't even mean to. It just happened. Yeah. Uh, Overall, performance, chemistry, and music. Uh, Matt and Ruby, A to F. I think A. A, Bree and Chris. B plus, he gets an A. Becca and Danny. D. F. Wow. Savannah and Brandon. Savannah and Brandon get a B. Julia and Sheridan. A. Natasha and Ryan. A. Jamie and Trevor. I'll go with an A minus there. Well, uh, Ashley, obviously you've seen the episode, so this is easy for you, but Becca and Danny were sent home at the end of the episode, leaving the couples that were mentioned before outside of Becca and Danny still at the house for next week. And next week, I mean, I guess according to Savannah, is going to be a doozy. Well, hey, we've got a couple emails from people uh, asking about this, and so uh, I guess there's no better time than now. Uh Danielle wrote us in with an email that says, Ben Bitches, during quarantine, I was wondering in your episodes if we could get some special quarantine edition of Ben Bitches. I think it would lighten the road of separation right now. Thank you all for for providing some relief in this time. I do have one. Now, it's going to be twisted a little bit. All right. uh, And moved around. It's not going to be as angry as the others because I'm in a very peaceful state right now. I've done a lot of prayer, meditation, counseling, and, and quiet time. During this time of isolation, here's my problem. COVID-19, you have ruined something for me. You have made me flustered, frustrating, and feeling more alone than I ever had before. I spent most of my life knowing that a connection with others meant not only emotional, spiritual, but also physical. In COVID-19, you have taken the physical away from my life, and I don't like it. In fact, I'm mad. (laughs) I'm angry and I'm bitching. I want to hug somebody. I want to squeeze somebody. I want to look somebody in the eyes and tell them how much they matter to me. And I want to get as close as humanly possible without getting too awkward to them. I want to see where their soul lies and I believe it's in their heart. I want to squeeze them tight and hold them until they try to get away. I want to tell my family I love them. I want to see my grandma. Oh my God. Give her a hug. You have lots of people you can let that out on, though. Like You can squeeze your family and Jess's family to, to, to broken tears. ribs. But, Ashley, what about the grandparents? Yeah, I know. That's really sad. My grandma's going to be 97 in June, and it's like, oh, when do I get to see her? I feel so bad. So here's my point to it all. I miss those who are loved and at a distance right now. We, I know as a people group, take it took for granted for too long how much we love those who we haven't seen in a while. I'm bitching today at COVID-19 because you've taken some physical intimacy away from me and I don't like it. Well, Ashley, that's all I got. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. I and agree, we'll Ben. Week. I would I would like a Ben hug. Uh, almost breaking my bones, Ben hug. That's how we'll it be is, back, guys. Ashley, and I'll be hugging you deep. Okay, bye. 
Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry pamper swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the skin health alliance they're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex try swaddlers with new pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin free and gentle cleans better without risk of tearing it's made from 100 plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger with free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. 
Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 